Let's talk to the best in the business. Everybody knows Tony Barnhart. Follow him on Twitter at Mr. CFB. And Tony, as always, we appreciate it, buddy. And again, you're busy as a one-armed paper hanger right now. You got a lot <laughs> going on over at your website, do you not? We do. We uh, with with everything that's happened uh, this season. Obviously, the first rankings coming out from the college football playoff. Uh, our, our website is TMG College Sports. You can just do a quick Google search on it for TMG College Sports, and it'll take you right there. But we've got uh, a weekly podcast that we post on Friday and some other things that post on Saturday. So we are, we're staying busy, but it's a fun busy. Tony, this Saturday, we just kind of brought it up. It's not just Tennessee, Georgia, you know, two top three teams, obviously playing for the SEC East, uh, the pageantry, maybe the biggest game we've seen at Sanford Stadium, but obviously the emotion of, you know, most likely having celebrations for Coach Dooley as well. Is When you take the totality of everything that's coming up, is going into this like being looked at as maybe kind of one of the, the, the biggest environments that's ever happened at Sanford Stadium? Oh, I would have to think so. I mean, they, they haven't had a one-versus-two game uh, at Sanford Stadium. That's never happened. Uh, and it, it, with everything that's going on, with losing Coach Dooley, with Georgia being ranked number one or two or three or whatever it is, and uh, having that kind of matchup, it is, uh, it, it'll be a special day. The Notre Dame visit in, was was big. Uh, that, that was an incredible environment. But uh, when you put, you know, uh, a top five matchup plus the uh, – Plus the loss of Coach Dooley, it will be a very loud and very emotional day at Sanford Stadium at Dooley Field. Tony, in looking at the game itself, the the thing I am going to be laser-focused on is Tennessee is a top-10 rushing defense in the country. But I think there's a little bit of fool's gold behind that because I don't think enough teams have really challenged them. And once they get up on you, Tennessee, you're trying to fight your way back. That they played really well against Kentucky last week, but Kentucky got so one-dimensional in that game. Georgia's a lot more balanced. Do you think that the Georgia running game can make some hay against Tennessee, or are they going to have to resort to resort? Excuse me, to trying to throw it more. I think Georgia's going to have to be balanced. Uh, one of the things you want to do is run the ball effectively because you, you really need to limit the number of possessions that Tennessee's going to get. If you can just limit their possessions by one or two a game, that could be uh, significant. The other thing with Tennessee is you cannot let them get off to a fast start because if you do and they get you in a hole, as you just mentioned, you're spending the whole game trying to dig your way out, and that's when mistakes happen. So if for Georgia to win, I think they've got to keep the game in the 30s for both teams because if they get into the 40s, I don't think Georgia can win that game. Tony, you think win or lose at this point, Josh Heupel is the coach of the year in the SEC. Is there much debate about that? I wouldn't think so, that, that, that there'd be any debate any debate about it. I mean, talking about his second year, and that team has improved dramatically, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and, and to be this play in this place his second year and the amount of roster rebuilding that had to be done and the, uh, the way that Hendon Hooker is playing, as he's got to be – in the top two for the Heisman, top three for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, I think Josh Heupel's, based on what we know so far, is your coach of the year. Yeah. 
College football writer Tony Barnhart joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Don't forget to check out his new website, TMG College. All kinds of good information there as well. Tony, as we bounce around a little bit through the SEC, obviously Brian Harson got uh, let go. No real surprise there. You know, I get in this argument a lot with people about the Auburn job. Auburn is a school that obviously you can win a national championship at. So it may not necessarily be Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson right now. But Auburn doesn't really have to take a back seat to a lot of other schools and programs across the country. How attractive is that job? And, and what do you think they're going to look for in the next coach? Not necessarily names, but, but profiling a guy in, in what they want in their next football coach. Well, obviously, it's got to be someone who can recruit at a very, very high level. One of the frustrations with Brian Harson and his staff is they, they – what you have to realize about coaching in the SEC and recruiting in the SEC is you can have the number – you can have the number eight recruiting class in the nation and be 13th, 15th or 20th in the SEC. Uh, or my, my point is that you could be way down the list in the SEC. You've got to recruit at an extremely high – national level so that's number one uh number two you have to understand the dynamic of auburn being in the same state with alabama and having that rivalry if you don't understand and embrace the auburn culture which i'm not convinced that brian harson really did until it was too late uh you're you're not going to make it uh, at auburn but everything is in place at a place like Auburn, to win a national championship. They won a national championship in 2010. They almost won a national championship in 2013. Gus Malzahn was 3-5 and five against uh, Nick Saban. There weren't too many guys 3-5 and five against Nick Saban. So the point is, everything all you need at Auburn is there. It's a matter of having the right person in charge. Tony, do you think Alabama is vulnerable this year? Do you think that an old Miss with how good they run the football can upset an Alabama? Or you think Alabama is even more laser focused after that Tennessee game that, you know, that's, that's it for the losing for the regular season for Bama? Well, I do think Alabama is going to win the rest of their games, but I do believe they are vulnerable. Uh, you sit there and, and you look at the, look at the rest of the schedule uh, got to go to LSU. That's never, never easy. I expect that to be a tough game. You got to go to Ole Miss and the way that Ole Miss is playing right now. So, but Alabama has found way, except for the Tennessee game, they found, found ways to win. And so, but this team, this team is not nearly as strong as some of Saban's teams that we've seen in the past. They don't run the ball nearly as well. Their receivers, by Alabama standards, by what they've had before this, their receivers are pretty average. But they uh, they have the, one of the best quarterbacks you're ever going to see. And what I tell people is, if you want to beat Alabama, you better get a lead on them. Because if you give Bryce Young the ball uh, with two minutes to go and his team trailing, he's going to win the game. Best in the business, Tony Barnhart joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for Tennessee and Georgia coming up this Saturday. I want to ask you about Stetson Bennett. If you – project out and I know pace and projections always a a funky wonky kind of thing but his pass attempt numbers this year are going to push if they play let's say 15 games you know he's on pace to be in the 450 plus range this year I know you've seen a lot of Georgia football I don't know who has the record I know Zyre threw it in the 400s the idea of where this offense is and putting the trust in Stetson, opening this thing up. I mean, is this 
is this really the evolution of what we've kind of been waiting for with the Georgia offense to, to I, I hate to say get modern, but I mean, obviously take that next evolutionary step. Well, they have they have a whole lot of confidence in Stetson. His teammates have a lot of confidence in him, and they, there's no question that when they opened the season the way they did against Oregon, it was like okay, something's different here. And uh, still, having said all that, the key for Georgia, or certainly one of the keys for Georgia, is when they've got the lead in the fourth quarter, they have to be able to run the football, and thus far they've been able uh, to do that. They got to, as they always do. They have a good stable of running backs. But I just think they have a lot lot more confidence to let Stetson uh, kind of fling it. Now, he played great against Florida in the first half last Saturday. Did not play nearly as well in the second half. So I'm kind of anxious to see uh, what Stetson does against a, a defense like Tennessee's. Obviously, we got the word Nolan Smith going to be out for this game as well. And, look, it's not all just about what you see on the stat sheet. Um, I think that – you know, they, they proved that last year with some of their players, Trayvon Walker being the, the most specific example. But Nolan Smith, one of the leaders of that defense, I had a chance to talk with him at SEC Media Days. It feels like one of the things they've got to do is get after Hooker and at least make his life uncomfortable, and Smith was a big part of that. Yeah, there's no question that Nolan Smith is, is, a, great, is a great edge rusher. And what you have to do is kind of what Alabama did against Bryce Young in the second game, in the national championship game, is make him throw before he's ready. Uh, now, Hendon Hooker does a great job of buying times, buying time with his legs and getting in position to throw the ball. But they're going to have to keep pressure on him so that he doesn't set his feet and throw it when he wants to throw it. If they can do that, if Georgia can do that, they have got a, got a real chance in this game. But uh, – he uh, hookers is just playing so well right now. You just can't can't let him let him beat you with his legs. Tony, you're an Atlanta guy. Let me let me go separate from the SEC for a minute uh, because I know you know about the Georgia Tech program as well. And look, there was a lot of excitement a couple of weeks ago. Win a couple of games, you know, probably shouldn't have beat Pitt, but they did beat Duke. But then, you know, an awful game against Virginia. You get blown out and run by Florida State. Their schedule's not fun the rest of the way, which, oh, by the way, would include Georgia. Where I know it's a Power 5 school. I know you're in the ACC. But is there the culture there to attract a top type of guy, a, a, a really good football coach to that program? Or are guys looking at that as the, the money may not be there, the facilities may not be there? I mean, how does Georgia Tech look as far as from the outside, as far as the quality of their program right now? Well, the, the, I, I think they still have work to do on their facilities. Uh, you got to con- consider who you're recruiting against uh, in the ACC. Obviously, you're recruiting against Clemson and Florida State and North Carolina. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I, I think they've got to improve on the facility side. But it is about bringing in the right coach who takes advantage of what Georgia Tech has to offer. Georgia Tech has uh, incredible, uh, from an NIL standpoint, they've got all these Fortune 500 companies. Living in Atlanta uh, for, for, uh, for young players is, is a lot of fun. And uh, now, are the academic issues there? Yes, they are. Uh, everybody's still got to take freshman calculus, so I, so I feel, feel for them there. But Georgia Tech has what it takes. They just need to make a little bit larger commitment. They have a brand-new president who I had a chance to meet. I'm very impressed by him. So that's why this hire, 
this hire is going to be interesting because you have to take the things that exist at Georgia Tech and maximize them to your advantage, and Georgia Tech's got a lot going for them. He's on Twitter, at Mr. CFB. Tony, tell us one more time about the new website you got going on. TNG College Sports. It's, it's, I'm in business with three other old sports writers. Uh, we've got a collective 151 years of newspaper experience. And we're having a lot of a lot of fun with it, but it's TMG College. Just do a search on TMG College Sports. You can go straight to our website, and uh, we were, each one of us writes about three or four times a week, and we have a blog or a podcast that we post uh, on Fridays that we'll uh, be working on soon. Tony, it's going to be a fun day on Saturday. It's going to be an emotional day on Saturday. As always, man, we appreciate a few minutes uh, here with on the show tonight. Okay, appreciate it.